Looking like uh, me out there, dumbass. <laughs> I know, I feel like such a Joe right now. <laughs> you compared my body mass to a keg. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Gaming from Swiss Army Scorpion. I just wanted to take a minute here to start off to welcome you back. When we last left our group, I don't know if you remember, it's been a couple of weeks, but we had just endured two separate character deaths within the same episode, and thanks to some very timely breaths of life from our handy new Oracle, we managed to not have those be permanent. So, how about that? But, on another note, those same two characters are now insane. Say lovey. Now, since we didn't end up having to do this again, but we wanted to take a quick little discussion into how new characters are made and introduced in an ongoing campaign. So, to do that, we actually want to hear from you. Check us out on Twitter, check us out on Facebook, join our Discord, send us an email. We want to know how you guys handle PC deaths. And how do you bring in new ones if that's the way you do it? Do you guys roll for stats? Do you use a point by, you know, 4d6, drop the lowest? Do you do, like, old school hard mode? Do you just, like, roll 3d6 right down the line, strength through charisma? Any special rules, like uh, special starting wealth or races that you don't like and don't let your players use? Let us know. We we love any sort of feedback you guys can can track at us. Even if it's not about this, just give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Help us help Help us help you as I hit my mic stand. We are always looking to improve, and we're always looking for feedback from you guys. So if you want to, again, hit us up. Twitter, Facebook, email, Discord. Yell down the street if you're nearby, I guess. Anything you can do to let us know, like, what do you like about what we're doing? What can we do better? What do you want to see more of? We're always listening and looking to incorporate. On top of that... Yeah, thanks for coming back once again, and let's get right into the show. This is episode 90, The Warehouse. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. Wow, fuck you too, Alex. Whoa! Whoa! Too far. Way too much. Wow. You can't can't censor me. Luckily, I'm quick on the button. (laughs) Matt, did you? You're gonna censor that, right? <laughs> yeah, Matt, e- edit his mouth out. We'll see. So we last left the group on the Mascador, who safe were and sound, s- safe, safe, sound, and sane, on their <laughs> way to uh, the nearest port city to, uh, you know, stop being insane. Uh, Scram and uh, Ivan are permanently insane without the help of. A heal spell, a greater restoration spell, a miracle, or a wish spell. Well spoken. So the question is, where do you guys go to do that? Or are you just going to leave Scram and Ivan blabbering maniacs for the rest of the campaign? (laughs) I actually think that's a pretty good idea. Um, But Leon would recommend going to the Brotherhood. Oh, the Brotherhood. Well, where do we go to find them? Do we go to Port Peril? Do we go to Quint? Somewhere else? Yeah, where do we go to find them? <laughs> That's an excellent idea. I'm going to pull Devoth aside and have a conversation with him. Okay. Devoth, I think we could use the Brotherhood for this. We might owe somebody a favor, and I'd want to keep it a little on the down low, but we could use that to our favor and actually have this all stay on the down low. I mean, I feel like I'm already doing the Brotherhood a favor, but what would it entail? I have no idea. I'd have to reach out to somebody. All right. Well, where do we go? We just need to go to Port Peril and talk to Pierce. All right. Well, then that's our heading. Like, now, tell whoever the fuck is steering the ship to head to Port Peril. Yeah. If you'll give me just a moment, Devoth, I can actually get a hold of Pierce right now and make sure we're not wasting our time. Uh, that'd be a good start. Proceed. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, but uh, everybody would see Leon kind of fiddling with one of his fingers as though... He were wearing a ring, but uh, to everybody else's eyes, Leon's not wearing any rings. Correct. I do have to make contact with the ring. Yes. And you also know that the that the conversation that you would have is verbal, so any uh-huh. nearby onlookers would hear everything both you and he are saying. That's fine. I would do that in front of Devoth. Okay. All right, so Pierce's cell phone rings back in Port Peril, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
after several seconds, you hear Pierce's voice. Yes, hello, Leon. What What is it? Hi. Um, we have a small problem with the crew, the Maskador, and I was wondering if you might be able to help. Oh. Um, before you go any further, Devoth is with me. Hello. Seems two of the members have, uh, fallen, well, insane. It looked like a, a mark of insanity. We need somebody to help them, and we kind of want to keep it on the down low. How, how, how did this happen? What, is the mission still moving forward? It will be once this is taken care of. I mean, not immediately. I don't want to get your hopes up. I'm, I'm, I'm trying very hard, aren't I, Devoth? <laughs> yes, he's been very we'll valuable. Be... Uh, uh, hello, Captain Devoth. Um, Pierce. They've been struck insane. So what do you need from me? Well, there's very limited magics that can handle this. A, a bit beyond my abilities currently. I need to be in touch with somebody who could handle... Um, it was heal, right? Yes. Heal, lesser wish... Greater restoration. Greater restoration, heal, miracle, wish, lesser wish. Right, I rattle off the appropriate spells. Yeah. Well, I do know of a couple members who could potentially cast those spells. Uh, I don't like the idea of contacting them. They're a bit higher station than I am, and I mm. regret to say I'm already on the cutting block, so to speak, about how disastrous this mission has gone already. Hence your involvement. I am more than willing to put myself on the chopping block. I, I'm, I'm not going to get anywhere with this mission until I have the full crew. And I'm honestly hoping that I can dangle this over their heads a little more to get them moving. And I look at Devoth and give him a nice big smile. Do you have any alternative contacts who could help you instead? Do I? Do you? Do I? So, you guys have, as, as far as like, Outside contacts that you trust. We have, you have Tessa Fairwind, yeah. who is a powerful uh, pirate lord. You Captain have Cork, who might know somebody. Captain Cork might know somebody. You have the House of Stolen Kisses is a is a is a church in Quent, who the group has gone to before for getting a problem solved. If they can't personally help, uh, it's probable that they might know somebody who could. And beyond that, you guys could go into any sizable settlement, Quentin Port Peril being the two biggest ones that are nearby, and just making diplomacy checks to gather information and just look for like powerful spellcasters because they're there, they're in the cities, but you just don't necessarily know them. Could we afford to pay? So the cost to just buy a spell from a spellcaster is the caster level times the spell level times 10 so if you were to find say an 11th level cleric who could cast heal uh it would cost you six times it'd be like 910 gold or something like that yeah it's it is affordable but you also know that somebody of that power level is not usually just going to be idly waiting around for somebody asking to buy a spell from them it's likely that especially with the with the buzz around the mascador it's very possible that anybody you're asking might uh try to take advantage of your position and it could just turn into some sort of political favor or other social maneuvering um so does so devoth can devoth talk to pierce right now yeah i I would just let devoth Tell him, because I, I don't think Leon knows a lot of those things. Okay. So the question was, do we know anyone else that would be able to, to help? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, we've got we've got a few other contacts, but honestly, I don't necessarily trust them to be very clandestine. And that's kind of your specialty. You hear like a, a long, aggravated sigh coming from <laughs> Leon's ring. And uh, Pierce says... It doesn't matter if I contact uh, superiors from the Brotherhood or Leon does. This this is still my mission, and it's going to come down on me. And I'm not comfortable contacting a superior to get chewed out again because a member of Devoth's crew got themselves struck insane. So if you really do want my help, uh, you can come to Port Peril and I will help you find somebody who can help. But... I'm not comfortable contacting a member of the Brotherhood. I understand, Pierce. Thank you. 
You're welcome. So I'm going to hang up my ring. All right, so what are you guys going to do? Captain. <sighs> if I remember right, and looking at my map, Port Peril's not all that much further away than Quint, so we might as well start there. It's the biggest city. It'll have the most options for us, I guess. We just have to be careful. I'm hoping we can save your reputation, but pushing forward is more important to me in the end. I just want to be clear. Oh, I know. And, uh, I don't know. A little embarrassment here might, uh, might help us get underestimated pretty soon. So it may even, <laughs> it may even wind up being a good thing. It's good that you can find even a tactical solution in this bit of a mess we have. All right. Well, I agree. I think we should go. Let's head to Port Peril. All right. It is a two-day sail from the Island of Empty Eyes to Port Peril. There might be a, there might be some shitty weather on the way, but you guys get there. So you get to Port Peril and you dock right away with no fear of quarantine because Devoth is acting pirate lord. Oh, Goddamn so right, sweet. Oh, nice. So what is your first move? Um. Oh damn it! I was just gonna say I, I'll send Scram off to the library to, to look huh. into getting a, like a lesser miracle or lesser wish, but nope, can't do that. Send Scram to the library to commit some hate crimes and eat a book. <laughs> 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 we should still do that. <laughs> that is, you that could is probably amazing. still like send somebody with Scram like tied up and be like, no. <laughs> someone's what? wheeling Scram around like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Clary. Hi, my name is Leon, and this is my leather daddy over here. <laughs> He's tied up for my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway he's a member of the library so we'll be going in now <laughs> here's our library card <laughs> all right well after selling everything uh we're going to wind up getting 6274 each Ooh, no 6274 god damn there's the payday i've been looking for and that's without selling any plunder okay so you guys can you guys can sell all that no problem you find you know, whoever to liquidate yeah. all that so much loot. Money. I will get my like just my little uh, text file open and just like highlighting all the stuff we just sold and delete. And my file gets like <laughs> cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like you guys have cleared. You guys have almost two levels worth of adventuring worth of treasure. Wow, uh, it felt like that. Yeah, because I mean, you guys, you guys showed Thick up at pockets. level nine. And you've been on the island ever since, and you're well into level 10 at this point. You've just been killing cyclopes and harpies and... It's been like a week. Kelp monsters and giant sharks. Yeah. Yeah, it's been like a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, what do you do now? I suppose we should uh, meet up with Pierce. See about any contacts that he can help us find before we uh, go trading favors. You guys find Pierce. Uh, Leon knows where it is, and so does Cheryl. Uh, Pierce's house. Oh, yeah. Knock, 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 knock. Hey, wait. Pierce opens the door. He says, ah, welcome. Hello, Pierce. Just give him a nod. You're not there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I told you to wait in the car. <laughs> yeah, I should have mentioned that Scrim's earlier. Scram's depiction of mental illness is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have mentioned that earlier, but yeah, Scram and Ivan are left like under supervision back at the boat. Right, right. Very understandable. Last thing we need is Scram, like, randomly casting a firewall into a crowd. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just thinking, like... Keep those fireballs in on our, the boat. In our in <laughs> insanity, wouldn't there be points where we're trying to escape? What? And, like, it would still be Ivan and Scram. Therefore, we could do a lot of damage. The two of us just, like, trying to escape. Yeah, about every four rounds, you guys would have control of your characters. If you want to try to escape during that round, uh, I guess you can give it a shot. But Super. I, I feel like... Well, you... no, I feel like the, the points when you would want to escape when you would not be when you're in your right. But during those times, the only actions you can take are either attempting to hurt yourself, attempting to hurt somebody else, or babbling incoherently. So uh, okay. that's a good point. So yeah, so like mechanically really speaking, wouldn't. yeah, like you're you're not going to be wreaking havoc. You're just going to be either normal or like trying to hurt yourself or others physically, not necessarily using your abilities to do so. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. 
so it's pretty pretty safe. Um, yeah, that sounds way more safe. So uh, Pierce sees Cheryl, and he uh, he gives Cheryl a little nod. Cheryl. Yeah, I, I give him a nod back, but like a nod that says, "Don't kidnap me, bro." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you two know each other? Yeah, we've crossed paths. Anyhow, I suppose we should get started. So, what you guys need to do is give me diplomacy checks to gather information. With Pierce helping, uh, you're going to get a plus four bonus. Now, what you guys can do is everybody can make their own diplomacy checks, or you guys can attempt to assist one of the other PCs. Uh, The way that's going to work out is if you all make your own diplomacy checks, you might find more more than one person, or none of you might roll high enough to find anybody. Uh, so it might be better to assist one person who's good at diplomacy, but it's up to you. Uh, what's... Goofy question. Can I inspire competence on this? Um, I don't think so, because gathering information represents, I think, like 1d4 hours of yeah. like walking around that, and talking. I was going to say, it seemed super silly. Like I, It came out of my mouth and I was like, that sounds like I'm gaming it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a legitimate it question, sense. but yeah, no, you won't be able to. Well, that's okay. I got a pretty good diplomacy, so I know I'm rolling. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm looking at a... With with the bonus from Pierce, I'm looking at a plus 20 on diplomacy checks. Okay. So what about uh, Cheryl assisting one of you two? Yeah. Oh, I got plus 13. Well I know, I'm rolling. Uh, yeah, Ooh. you might want to roll. Yeah, I'm nice. doing it. I stay, I'll shut my mouth. Should we all just roll? Yeah, yeah, that sounds like it. Everybody give me your diplomacy checks. Bang. Oh, I get a plus two to gather information. And it takes half the time. What the fuck? So add add an additional <laughs> two to mine. <laughs> so I got a I got a thirty six. Is that with Pierce's plus four? Yes, I rolled an eight. No. All right. So Cheryl's unable to find any any uh, <laughs> anybody that you need. Yeah, I rolled a nineteen with a two on the roll. Super. Yeah. Wow. You guys. I mean. Eight is okay, but you guys all rolled, you know, pretty. Yeah, Andrew pretty rolled the highest with an eight. <laughs> I rolled a three, and Joe rolled a two. But the, the so the totals. Andrew already said his is a thirty-six, and Matt, what did you get? I got a twenty-three. Twenty-three, and, and Cheryl got a nineteen. And you know what? I'm going to gallant inspiration that. You know what? I'm going to stop you right there, Matt. Well, fine, because. <laughs> On the same token, as, on the same thought as uh, Leon not being able to use Inspire Competence, Gallon Inspiration is supposed to represent a single moment in time in which you uh, improve somebody's like attack roll or like a climb check or something. And to that same logic, I don't think you should be getting away with that on selling plunder anymore either, because that is a oh. day-long task. Oh. I mean, I I asked about that when we started. You said it was okay, and now you're changing your mind, hypocrite. So, with Devoth's role, uh, he's able to find he's able to find somebody, and Leon is able to find two. But the question is, who finds who? Devoth and Leon hear from the grapevine of a, and and this is just kind of like you like asking around, going into like pub saying like i'm looking for a spellcaster uh not just any spellcaster devoth might be able to track down some other free captains maybe even a pirate lord people who might otherwise not be accessible for questioning leon has probably his own contacts that he might like go knocking and and asking about so through the grapevine devoth and leon hear about a powerful sorcerer they are told uh who lives in the middle of the city his strange house seems to always have a a cloak of uh of of silence around it not to say that there's no sound but those who have uh gone to uh gone to his property as soon as you uh approach his abode the bustling sounds of the city seem to kind of like fade away as if they they're like behind a closed uh, closed doors but in addition to that leon hears about the way it's described to leon is that it's a haunted house oh fuck yeah let's go boys uh, specifically a warehouse you know that uh, uh it turns into a wolf at night no fuck that's the <laughs> best kind of house <laughs> 
I, I guess with the context Joe, you're... that uh, Joe, you're beautiful. That was, that's a real you. possibility. But no, it is it is a house with which to store wares. Yeah, not not a house that has contracted lycanthropy. Uh, so you know that many people have been chased away from this from this warehouse by some unseen creature or spirit. The whole the whole place seems to be like overgrown. There's like vines kind of like spilling out uh from the rooftop the only reason this like piques your interest in the context of what you're looking for is that apparently a a, a blind man once stumbled into this place and wasn't seen again for about a week but when he emerged from the warehouse his vision had been fully restored <laughs> nice like a total recall god okay so those are your two leads so haunted house I mean, you know, Devoth, we 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 have to go to a haunted house. You know that, right? Yeah, I mean, we've got plenty of experience dealing with ghosts now, so let's do it. Let's go bust some ghosts. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. This feels like the wrong energy to start out on asking a favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'll, I'll dial it back when we start getting there, but it's, you know, part of my charm, not being able to hide my excitement. We're safe and sound on dry land. Oh, haunted house! Let's go bust some ghosts! (laughs) It's kind of Leon's jam. Yeah. You know what song was playing when I arrived in Port Carroll? Bustin' makes me feel good. What? That vacation song. Vacation, all I ever wanted. Wanted. That that was Cheryl's jam when he, we docked in Port Peril, and now it's like it's being played over you guys. Record being chased out of a haunted disc- house. <laughs> yeah. Greatest hits thrown overboard. Yeah. Leon jumps on set. Hey boy, haunted house time. Yeah. Here's the Scooby Doo soundtrack. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Matt. All right. So after asking around a bit more, you eventually get the location of this place, and uh, you go there. Unless there's anything else you want to do first. I wouldn't mind doing a bit more research on the house. All right. Yeah, but we can ask around a bit. Uh, General sense of stories. I understand a lot of it will be, you know, not really reliable. Although, if I can find some reliable sources, I would be looking for that, too. Well, I will say, too, um, Leon, do you know the spell Alter Self? I don't think I do, but I'm going to look. I don't. If you did, you could just disguise yourself as Scram and get access to the Arcane Library. I can minor image and try to huddle into Scram's image. <laughs> but I don't know if that's going to work too well because I don't... Oh, actually, a frothing Scram right now would be the perfect <laughs> minor image. It would be flawless. We need to just send him by once and then I'll have... Yeah, we could do this. No, no. I have nothing. Okay. I'm useless. <laughs> All right. So the mundane way, we'll look for some something in the, in the house. Uh, so now, yeah. do we bring... Scram and Ivan with us through the haunted house, or do we like? I think we have to. I was gonna say, like, do we want to like check the place out and have to go through it again with them, or just take them with us the first time? I think take us with you the first time. What could go wrong with that? Yeah, I I honestly think it's the right choice is to take him with us the first time, and I know it's like the riskiest choice, but I think Leon's gonna Leon would be on board with that. All right, I think that's the best option because it's. First try, baby. All right, then we take him with us. Hey, Leon, uh, do you know of any anything we can get to temporarily make us more effective against ghosts? I know we've been handling them before, but I want to make as quick work of this as we can. Well, if we want to level up really fast first, I have a sweet <laughs> spell next to uh, <laughs> There's a whole bunch of boars in the jungle around Fort Peril, you guys. <laughs> we could go boring. <laughs> Yeah, we just gotta like play for sixteen hours for a week straight. Um, so personally, at my command, I can do something to help us against a specific target. I don't have anything that will blanket affect our ability, but there are some spells. Um, and then I answer him appropriately. While you're explaining that, I'm uh, caressing the uh, binding of my book, thinking I'm about to bane some ghosts. <laughs> oh yeah what are some of the spells that i could use that would allow me to let my compatriots hit ghosts in the face uh, or, or even just like items that we could get that would give us like a temporary boost or uh yeah because I, I i've got money now i can buy a wand if it's on my spell list i can just well boop some snoots and we're good to go there's the spell ghost bane dirge which which is what i have oh you have that yes okay so basically you 
assuming the creature is incorporeal, incorporeal, which like mundane weapons won't affect them at all, magical weapons only deal half damage. You target the incorporeal creature with Ghostbane Dirge, and everything goes up by one step. Mundane weapons deal half damage. Magical weapons deal full damage. Uh, So, like, doing that against, say, those animate dreams back at uh, the Island of Empty Eyes, you guys would have been dealing full damage to them instead of half damage with your weapons. And spells, I think, deal full damage, too. I was actually going to blast Pakendi with it, I think, but uh, he kind of got sniped before I could... Yeah, I, I don't know. There's 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 a whole lot of stuff that you guys could do to prepare to fight a ghost. Uh, there are a lot of options. We could get some weapons enchanted. We could get some scrolls. I was mainly just looking for something quick. I don't want to put this off very long. I think Ghostbane Dirge is probably a good failsafe to have. Yeah. Hopefully there's not too many ghosts, because <laughs> I am the limited spellcaster. Yep. That's all right. I, I pet Chip on my shoulder like, this guy's got unlimited usage. Skull. <laughs> Zing. I write that down in a notebook somewhere. <laughs> Alright, so you if you do a little digging about uh, the location of this place, you learn that the warehouse in question is one of several warehouses on the the grounds of a mansion called the Smin Silver House. It was constructed by retired Captain Lucio Smin Silver over 40 years ago. It overlooks Scrimshaw, which is like the Port Peril downtown. By downtown, I mean like shantytown. And it stands as the most desirable address in mainland Port Peril. However, few of the mansions, more than a dozen owners, have managed to hold it for longer than three years. And the house has been gambled away, taken by rivals, or abandoned numerous times. People, Oh, right up our alley, then. People, right? t- people tend to uh, <laughs> just write it off as being cursed. Uh, <laughs> Perfect, let's go. <laughs> All right, so let's go and get uh, Ivan and Scram, and we will make our way to this place, this haunted warehouse. All right, so you uh, you enter the grounds, and you feel a, a definite like shift in in tone as you are walking through uh, Scrimshaw's like very bustling, high energy, almost ironically so for uh, for an other like such an otherwise downtrodden part of a city. And you uh, cross the uh, the property line, and it's just kind of like like spooky town. All of a sudden, you see spooky, scary. Yeah, you see the the warehouses are like pretty much the first the first thing that you see crossing the grounds, and they're just like choked with vines. As I look around the grounds, all right. So, uh, which uh, which one is it? I don't know. Didn't you research this place? I'll lead, and I start walking. Aren't you like restrained in some way? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. grab grab the ropes that are holding his hands. Like, no, you don't. That's what I said. Gonna cast levitate on the insane people so we can carry him around like balloons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, I guess we just go and how how many like warehouses are there that we can see? Two. I uh, start with the one that looks like it would be the easiest for some homeless blind guy to wander into. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is there any that have like a nice ramp up and a door open instead of a lots of stairs? No, I just think like glass. the one that like is more like out of the way and seems like it would be e- more easily accessible from someone that doesn't live here. Yeah, the braille sign is still says intact. men's room in braille. I get it. <laughs> it says do not touch in braille. <laughs> <laughs> so you 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 pick one that looks more bumbling blind man friendly (laughs) and uh you enter the door is already kind of like hanging on like the topmost joint it's it seems to only be like not have fallen because it's just like sort of held in place by the overgrowth which is like grown around it quick dumb guy moment um i'm gonna detect magic oh magic around here yeah (laughs) that's a good idea like before we go in i'm gonna wait a minute devoth Wee 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 wee. What do I see? At the moment, you don't detect any magic. All right, uh, Devoth is gonna just like take the door right off, just like remove it from where it is, and just like just descend it on the ground so we don't just accidentally knock it over and cause like a whole big clatter. Give me a strength check, actually. Twenty. Yeah, you're able to to pull the door free, and the the vines seem to like 
almost like flex slightly like they like they know that something was like pulled from their grasp and they're like trying to like find it it. (laughs) trying to choke choke somebody all right we'll keep an eye on those vines because i don't like the look of those already let's see what's in here i'm gonna start cutting down the vines with my knife because now i'm too nervous i'll help okay with your book well like my hands like oh i guess that's fair yeah <laughs> i don't have to do Karate everything also book. with my fucking <laughs> book but i really like the idea that you do <laughs> yeah okay so you start cutting some of the thorns down nothing happens but you you feel better about your immediate situation so you all you all enter the warehouse and as you uh clear the doorway all uh like all at once the doorway is sealed as a fresh wall of thorny vines just sprouts from the ground and just closes you in. should have known. Yep. That's about par for the course. So I think we picked the right one. (laughs) Seems so. Uh, What's the light source like in here? It's dark. uh, I cast light. Okay. Yeah, you're you're not looking at like darkness like mechanically, but it's it's very hard to see. But with a a light spell, you're okay. Does anybody speak Sylvan? Yes. Leon, you hear a voice in Sylvan. It's either coming from, like, the rafters, or it's just, like, a voice just hanging in the air with no real focal point. But it does sound like it's kind of, like, hanging above you. The voice speaks in Sylvan, and it says, Interlopers, what are you doing? What do you want? Oh, I'm gonna... Devoth, interlopers, what are you doing? What do you want? Uh, we heard that something in here was healing people, and we've got a couple of guys who, you know, went nuts, and we're <laughs> we're hoping we could uh, get that taken care of. Abu Dhabu da! Jesus Christ. <laughs> when I get this feeling, I need mental healing. <laughs> got him. The voice says, and you seek to take this magic for yourself. Baro. I mean, we just... We just Bar want out. these guys to not be insane anymore, and then we'll leave. Give me a diplomacy check. I'll help. 17 assist Aroni. Uh, I got a 19, so with the assist is a 21, and I am going to gallon inspiration that. Oh. I got a 37. You can't diplomacy check as representative of a minute of conversation. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so are you assisting me, Leon, or are you just doing your own diplomacy? I was just doing my own. I actually didn't translate the second part to you. I just responded to her. Oh. Or him. Mm, I know. Well, my diplomacy ended up at a 29. Nice. And what was yours, Leon? 37. Show off. He polished up whatever you said. Yeah. He translated it. <laughs> I rolled a three. <laughs> Devoth does not feel very diplomatic today. <laughs> yeah. Aww. So there's a moment of silence. And then... uh. There's like a there's like a gust of wind and the inside of this warehouse is just it looks a lot like the outside. It's just all overgrown with plants and like the foliage is like like whipped back and forth from from this uh, from this wind and the the wind coalesces uh, in front of you. And there's like a there's like a large mass. You guys can make a knowledge planes check. Ooh, I'm good at these. <laughs> 14, 29, 14. Leon, you recognize this as a large air elemental. That huh. is one large air element. And the, the elemental uh, turns to you. It, it is vaguely humanoid in shape. And it, it makes a gesture as if uh, to ask you to follow it. I'm going to turn back and say, it wants us to follow. Uh-huh. And I start walking away. Uh... Like you leave the mission? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just Cut, cuts I, his way through I the burst door through the leaves. vine curtain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I'm going to follow Airboy. Yeah, Airbody. Yeah, I'll Air follow Bonnie along, dragging the uh, <laughs> dragging the insane old boys behind us. All right. Uh, so the air elemental uh, leads you. Th- Airbud. So the uh, Airbud leads you through the uh, the warehouse. It it brings you over to. Uh, to a wall with uh, boarded up windows and you see a ladder uh, kind of built into the wall and it leads to a hatch in the in the ceiling and the air elemental kind of like flies straight up next to the ladder and as it as it kind of like squeezes through the cracks in the ceiling and you can no longer see it the 
the vines and, and overgrowth that were covering this hatch kind of recede a little bit, as if inviting you up. So what do you guys do? Uh, we climb the ladder and go through the hatch. Yeah, I'm climbing up. I, I'm following the air elemental. All right. So you guys climb up the ladder and <laughs> you open the hatch and you are met with daylight. You are on the the roof of the warehouse. Is that Air uh, Elemental, Airbud? Is he anywhere to be found? Yeah, Airbud out yeah, here. You can see you can see Airbud. And you see a a number of kind of makeshift greenhouses and there's like different crops growing in each one. Interesting. You can make knowledge nature checks to identify them. Alright. Oh thirty Cheryl. Yeah. Yep. Cheryl. Plant knowledge, what's up? Fucking blasted. I don't think anybody has a problem identifying the first, which is corn. Everybody recognizes 13. the corn. That's corn. Uh, uh, the other ones, uh, there are two others. Uh, Cheryl recognizes uh, barley and hops. That makes sense. Yep, yep. The air elemental is just kind of like idly floating there. And you hear the voice in Sylvan again. And Leon, you understand it. And it says, you harmed the plants. As you entered. Yes, I did. Why? Oh. I was afraid. And I made a poor decision. I say in Sylvan. And then I look at Devoth and give him a nice big smile like everything's great, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I nod and look impassive. Dab the sweat off my brow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the voice says, uh, do you often harm plants? I'm realizing now the mistake of not realizing how often I harm plants. I don't know how to answer you honestly. And that makes me ashamed. Dude, you're friends with a giant plant, dude. Some of my best friends are plants. Cowie. <laughs> so well, that's the thing. You guys racist. know Cowie? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Are you brothers with Cowie? <laughs> I know your cousin, dude. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, my God. The, the voice says, people always come to this place. They think that because they have knives and swords that they can hack apart the plants that hold this building together. They think they can come up here. They can take what is not theirs. Uh, I'll ask you again. Why have you come? To cure my friends of their ailment. Abu Dabu Da. Not him. I kick him off the building. <laughs> <laughs> One boot. Okay, now I will help you. <laughs> the voice says, well, perhaps we can talk. And the air elemental disappears. And a, a, a small creature steps out from uh, the tangle of hops plants, which are kind of like, like imagine like cornrows, but they're like growing in like, like V's. It's almost like uh, instead of like the rows, like the bottoms of two rows are like together, and then they like grow out apart. Like I think they're like like vines, and they like grow up these like structures. But visually, you're like looking at some like really funky looking cornrows. Anyway. Uh, so this creature steps out, and it is very small. It's about the size of a house cat. And uh, does it look like it wants to fight? Because I could definitely take a house cat. Still in Sylvan, but in a in a in a much more docile tone, it says, "Hello, my name is Bidzeel. Do I know that name? Give me a knowledge nature check. Twenty one. Uh, I am going to turn to the group and it says its name is Bidzeel. Anybody know that Bidzeel? Uh, what was that nature? Yeah. Nat 20. For 20. And you're <laughs> nice. Nobody knows that name, but Devoth and Leon recognize this creature as a Fistachi. Oh. You know, that Fistachi are tiny fey creatures, and despite their uh, small size, they are actually very magically powerful. They have an affinity for crops, but especially for corn. And they're they're revered as bringers of food and medicine and what one is doing in the middle of port peril uh you're probably a little confused about yes but i never looked a gift horse in the mouth corn me throws near corn at you actually uh he's wearing like a like a a little backpack like like a i'm not sure exactly how to describe it it's like a backpack with like no top to it and sticking out of the backpack are several ears of corn that are themselves nearly as big as him well that's adorable he is, he, is, he is pretty precious looking. <laughs> well, what are your names? My name is Leon, I say in Sylvan. And then 
do you do you speak common by any chance? Yes. Oh, thank you. I say in common. Sorry, not everybody speaks Sylvan. This is much easier. He, My name is Leon. In Sylvan, he says, "Why do you ask?" <laughs> <laughs> well, you understand common, right? Yes. Okay. My name is Leon. I say in common. So he says, "My name is Bidzil in Sylvan." Would you mind speaking common? Oh, yes. Why didn't you say so? He says in common. <laughs> I'll uh, give him like a tiny little bow and just be like, I am Captain Devoth Songcleaver. He looks at Devoth and says, Captain Devoth Songcleaver, you're the one who won the Free Captain's Regatta. Indeed I am. So that means that you are a pirate lord. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, he, he kind of uh, like strokes his chin and he says, mm, well, maybe we can help each other out. What did you have in mind? Well, I have a dream of opening an alehouse in Port Peril, but with the corrupt monopolies running rampant through the city, I've never been able to get a foothold. But if you're a pirate lord, maybe you can help me get a foothold. Is your beer any good? He he looks at Leon and he says, I like to think so. Might I try some? Oh, sure. Why don't you say so? <laughs> he disappears into the uh, into the hops field, and a few a few moments later, he comes back out with what's essentially a shot glass, but it looks very large, being carried by him. <laughs> he's he's got two of them that he's kind of like precariously carrying towards you, and he places them down at your feet. I pick one up. I, I, I pick one up. It is very good. It's it's slightly sweet, and uh, it's a it's a creamy ale. That's very good. Yeah, that that's very good. I, I like it. I drink this. Maybe we should get him a pub. I've actually got another proposition for you if uh, if you're open for it. Let's hear it. I just so happen to have an island that, that I recently acquired, and we're going to need people to run businesses there. How'd you like to be the only uh, brewmaster? On Sharkbane Island. Oh. 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 Out of character? That's fucking that's awesome. awesome. I mean, in character, that's awesome too, but holy shit, that's so good. He says, hmm, yes, uh, that does sound good. Sharkbane Island, that sounds like a dangerous place. Uh, how, how many customers would I get? Would I get as many as Port Peril? I will say probably not at first. We are admittedly just starting out. How many people are actually working on the island right now? I mean, right now it's just Aaron Ivy and some some of his crew and like Sandera and her crew are are doing stuff right now. That sounds like a lot of people who might be thirsty right off the bat. <laughs> so like he could have at least like thirty people just drinking his stuff already. I mean, not only will you have a monopoly on beer sales on Sharkbait Island, but in uh, maybe a month and a half or so, we're going to be hosting the entire Pirates Council there, and you would be the exclusive drink provider for that feast. What better way to get your foot in the door at Port Barrel than to serve it to them directly and show them what you can do? Says yes, I l- and some more beers to my lip. This is pretty good. Says yes, I like the sound of that. I like my, I like having my own monopoly. I think that sounds really good. And he like he 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 gestures to the the shot glass that that you guys just drank out of, and he says, "How much? How much time did you say?" Uh, it, about a month and a half. Says yeah, I I I could have at least another twenty of those ready for you. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> if, if, if we got you some help, could you do more than that? What? How much beer do you need? Have uh, you ever been to one of these feasts? Uh, no. Do you know what a keg is? <laughs> do you know what a keg is? Of course, I know what a keg is. How big are your kegs? Yeah, I've, I've been mean, I've been meaning to invest in some of those. All right. Well, I motion to Cheryl. Uh, a picture of this guy, <laughs> <laughs> but like surrounded in wood and can hold your beer. Wow. I need you to fill like two of these worth of beer. Do you think you could manage that? Well, I could fit more if he wasn't inside it. Well, two yes. Cheryl's worth of beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can arrange that. He says, uh, well, I, I don't know really how much I could really get for you in that amount of time, but uh, I can I can give you what I have. Well, getting the samples would be a good start. It would get give them a taste and might get you a foothold, but the offer still stands to be the official brewery of Sharkbane Island. So far, so good. Why don't you guys give me a diplomacy check? 39? 31. 
He says, all right, I think you have a deal. I'll even cure both of them for the price of one. Whoa. So that'd be 660 gold. I hand it to him. He takes it and meticulously counts it. So Bidzeal, uh, he like rolls his sleeves up. He, uh, he, he climbs up the pant leg and shirt of Scram and like sits on his shoulders and he just kind of like puts his ear up to, up to Scram's as if he's like listening for something. And he's kind of like, kind of like massaging his scalp. He casts heal and Scram, you are no longer insane. Oh, God, that was so exhausting. Yeah. You're telling Welcome us. back, buddy. I, I look on my shoulder. It's going to be okay. <laughs> so he then uh, he climbs down Scram, and then he climbs up Ivan and uh, copy-paste Cass Heel, and <clears throat> Ivan is no longer insane. Welcome back. It's going to be uh, okay. He, that was like being trapped in the Dreamstone, but a lot worse. I don't know what that Yeah, is. that sucks, huh? <laughs> Hi, my name is Bidzeel. I've Nice He's, to meet you. I go to raise up my hand and shake his, but then realize I'm still tied up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pull out my dagger and start cutting them free. God, those are made out of plant material. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's hemp. He, I get nervous. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to mind. It's it's processed plants. Uh. He doesn't care. In 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 response to Ivan attempting to to shake his hand, uh, Bidzeel just kind of like lays himself on Ivan's head, kind of like hugging him. <laughs> nice to meet you. Aw. Hm. I kind of go my head back and forth. <laughs> Can we keep him? <laughs> We already, we already I mean, are. Kinda, yes. yeah. I mean, kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of. We're just setting up a, a beer enterprise. Yeah, like, we are literally Aww. taking him home with us. It's, it's awesome. what Manny always dreamed of, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, um, Bedzeal. Yes. Do you think you could get my friends here a drink? They've had a rough time. Oh, sure. <sighs> he he climbs down Ivan, uh, drags the two shot glasses back into the Forest of Hops. <laughs> Comes back out with two more shot glasses. Some he's fresh squeezed beer, <laughs> and and he's like, he, he's like, he's like huffing and puffing as he as he uh, drags these uh, oh. filled filled up shot glasses with him. Do you need some help? He says, "Well, we'll need to uh, transport my my crops." So, mm. yes, we can do that. You 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 would eventually find out that he he. He has a small supply, like pre-bottled, that he's been pouring into these shot glasses. <laughs> yep, sure. <laughs> he, he's he's not just just hops. He's not just wringing it out of the the <laughs> vines of hops. <laughs> so you guys heal Scram and Ivan of your insanity of their insanity, uh, and yeah. you know over the course of however long you're in port peril, you kind of transfer uh, Bidzeal's harvest. Onto the Mascador. There's really not a whole lot. Great. It's a lot for him, and you, you kind of start to get the feeling that any dreams of opening a brewery were kind of like pie in the sky. <laughs> we're we're yeah, like pie in the sky kind I... of thing. Like what he's like, I have so much alcohol. Would have been like exactly what you guys have drank so far. <laughs> like we drank him dry. I decided to repent. <laughs> yeah. To repent for my vine cutting. I'm going to do everything in my power to help this little dude. Okay. Like, I'm going to help him plant his plants. and like Downtime on the island, I'm going to spend working on the brewery and crops. All right, cool. Might be fun to learn a new job for That's Leon. pretty awesome. Yeah. That sounds good. While you're at Port Peril, though, uh, does anybody have any mm. uh, tasks that they would like to accomplish? Uh, yes. Oh. Not enough ghosts. <laughs> right? <laughs> I did already take off one point of our plunder for paying the crew, since obviously yep. we haven't done that in a while. We haven't been to town in a while. Right. Okay. I'm gonna upgrade my whole outfit, make myself bulletproof. Okay. Because uh, I feel it for my life every time I step outside, so I'm gonna try and do something about it. Uh, I will say, Cheryl, we do still have the plans for that full plate, like underwater armor. Oh, Devon. Yes, sir. He's busy looking. Could I have up. that 600 gold back, please? <laughs> I pay him. Thank you very much. I like I was willing to pay that anyway. He just said he handed it over. I was like, oh, all right. I just wanted to get it over with. I, I was gonna take a charity. After. It was what six sixty? You said, Alex. Uh, six six something. Six sixty yeah. is fine. Okay. All right. So, so how long are you staying in Port Peril for? Are you? Uh, how much plunder are you selling? Let's just stay for like one day. We'll sell one one bit of plunder. Yay. Enough time to do a little shopping, and then we should get back to the island. All right. And during that time, Scram can probably 
go find uh, people for getting supplies to spruce up the fort. Yep. Right. Lumber. And he can make and contact stuff. with his his people in the guild. His yeah, his Mason Guild. My Mason Guild. <laughs> that is that is My so Mason. amazing that we actually have an inn in the Masons Guild. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, Scram. Give me a. I just got my character back, Coach. <laughs> for a little bit. Give me a will save. Oh, I'm kidding. Jesus. Uh, give me a knowledge engineering check. Yeah. Twenty-two. Okay, that should be fine. You're able to. You're able to make a, a a list of the materials that you'll need, and you go to the right people. And I forget how much I said it was going to cost, but. I have it in an email somewhere. I, I I'm sure it'll come out of like the group, not just Scram's pocket, but we we'll go over that uh next week probably. But yeah, Scram gets materials to uh to fix up the fort. We're yes. really just staying for one day. We're out of trouble for one day. Well yeah. it's a I mean you don't even have time to get your like armor. It looks set like up. two days yeah. to sail here. Yeah. So oh, it, it's, it's it's the better part of a week that you're not in imminent yes. danger. Yeah. Do you do you need me to cheer you up? You're looking a little down. I could tell you some stories. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'm going to start telling him some stories, see if I can cheer up our little buckaroo. <laughs> I got a 27 on my storytelling. Nice. You tell him you tell him a tell him a good one about uh, uh, a harrowing tale about a pirate who dies. <laughs> sure. No, I, f- I figured I was just going to, like, start reciting in spoken word, like, Jimmy Buffett tunes. Really re- oh. Just relax you out, man. Oh, okay, that's much better. I'm going to bring you on island time, my friend. Oh, island I say, time. To start. Bidzeal cozies up to uh to listen to the, the tunes. The, the Jimmy spo- Buffett the, rap Yeah, sheet? Jimmy Buffett uh, <laughs> spoken word rap. Let me tell you all about a place called Margarita. <laughs> Sounds magical. <laughs> So you guys get back to the Island of Empty Eyes after a scant five days. What do you do? Uh, it's all clear, right? I like we we really cleared this place out, right? We don't have to worry about. Is there anything <laughs> left on it? There's some odds and ends. I like mine with lettuce and tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, first things first. Before we even get back to the island, I want to go back to where we left that ten points of plunder underwater and go get it. Mm. What? All right. Yes. Since we know we know where it is, so we can have Scram Dimension Doris right down to it, and yeah. then bring it back from there. Assuming Scram wants to ever go back to that godforsaken place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I would ask a question of the spellcasters in the group first. Once one of those symbols goes off, is it deactivated or does it like reset after an amount of time? Uh, we immediately get somebody else insane. I mean, we do have the guy with us that could heal us now, but. I th- I'm pretty certain I did some research on this. Uh, I think it has to be within line of sight and where this treasure is located at. Right, but we're gonna have to carry the treasure out, which means um, going past that symbol of insanity again. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys give me spellcraft checks? I got a twenty-five, thirty-five. I'm oh, the greatest. Cheryl. Mm. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, the barrel coming in hot. You compared my body mass to a keg. <laughs> I was thinking it. You said it. It was beautiful. I was like, man, I can make a good barrel joke here, I think. There's got to be some fruit here on this low branch. Leon, you would have recognized the the symbol trap as a symbol of insanity. Uh, you know that once triggered, the, the magic uh, fades. Uh, after a certain amount of time, which is usually measured in minutes. But Cheryl remembers this thing with such clarity and had such... got so good on his uh, on his role. Um, <laughs> I can see forward and backwards through time. <laughs> <laughs> you know that most symbol spells can be made permanent with a permanency spell, and you know that this one is, and that means that it has a reset time of one day. So by now, oh boy. that symbol is active again. Ah, jeez. Uh, you guys aren't going to want to hear this. <laughs> uh, next question. Do I mean, obviously, we've we got a good look at it. We know where it is. Yes. Um, could we, like, throw something, like, uh, 
throw like a blanket or a sheet over it so that we just can't see it and don't activate it. Both Leon and Cheryl know that when you make a symbol spell, you can set the conditions for how it is triggered. Some of them are triggered by being red. Others are being triggered by just coming within a certain distance of them. You can set like a, like a specific race that will or won't trigger it. You can also like attune certain individuals that won't uh, trigger it. Well, Cheryl, you know that this one is triggered by proximity. Uh, proximity so throwing throwing something over it will not will not help okay uh, well and... by proximity it'll go off and then it'll help all right well in that case uh i send some crew down to retrieve the the captain's locker from the hold and and bring it up some disposable crew no no like some crew to the the captain's locker is a treasure chest that we have in our hold that functions as a type 4 bag of holding right right hmm. um Okay, so yeah, all of that would be able to fit into the captain's locker. My only fear was like, is there anything so big that it's just you just can't get it into the box? Right. Regardless of if it could hold that much volume or not. Right. So yeah, that works. You can get the, uh, you can send nice. somebody down there via uh, dimension door uh, holding the captain's locker. They pack everything inside it and dimension doored back. Easy peasy. Sick. All right, that's ten more points Very of nice. plunder, baby. It's going to be a mighty fine brewery. <laughs> <laughs> and island. Bitseal's like wringing his hands together. He says, yes. Yes, it will. <laughs> Good. His tiny Good. little hands. Tiny little Oh, I bet you it's adorable. <laughs> Rubber little twigs. His little corn backpack. No, oh, he's the best. <laughs> I should get myself a corn new backpack. New mascot. Yeah, sorry, Feeks. We got a new mascot. <laughs> And a new brewer. It's okay. <laughs> thus begins. Axel, do his voice. Thus begins the legendary rivalry of between Feeks <laughs> and Bitseal. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Who can be more incorrigible? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. How much does the Rod of Wonder sell for? Uh, unless anyone objects, I figure we sold that while we were in Port Peril too. Fucking sell it. Just make sure you sell it before uh, Scram comes too. I, I just looked it up. Uh, you would sell it. You would sell it for six thousand. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, it's, it's a market value of twelve thousand. All right. So now, if it wasn't so expensive, I was gonna say it would be sweet if we all had one. You know, because then we could like <laughs> just spit really grass up spam the field. your yeah. rods of wonder. All right. So yeah, <laughs> rods. So everyone had another twelve hundred. Oh man, I'm overburdened with gold. <laughs> all right. So. You're back at the island. You anchor out in the bay, and you row up to the fort, and you find that Aaron has gotten some work done, but there's only so much he can do without supplies and fabricate spells. We just left him there going, eh, good luck. <laughs> Pretty much. I, did Did you guys, like, or, no, Devoth sent, like, the mechanical parrot, I yeah, think, saying... Just, we're, just to let them know that we, ha we have to go back to town and we'll be back. Right, right, right. Keep going. That's right. That's <laughs> keep right. working, we'll be right back. <laughs> we know you don't have supplies, but keep working. Head down. Do, do something. Get I mean, they have this. Sandera's ship, too. Like, they have Sandera and her whole crew <clears throat> around as well. So, we get back to the fort. Aaron Ivy's done some work. Uh, we'll inform him that we did procure supplies and whatnot while we were in Port Peril. They'll arrive when they arrive. Um, show Bidzeal around a little bit. Find like a, a spot where he can set up his brewery. And yeah, he uh, he immediately starts like uh, appraising the fort. He like goes up to like all the uh, fortifying walls, and he's like, "Yes, these would all do great. I can I can plant my crops here and here and here." And it's just like you you're watching him, and you can just tell that it is not it is not convenient space that he is picking out. For us, uh, oh, for setting up his cross, I will usher him off into the yeah, field. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let Leon <laughs> no, no, handle. No, we're going to go this way. I will. We we unfortunately have to follow some weird human customs now, but I'm going to help you out with this. We'll get you to your dream. In he, the end. he like he looks out over like the vast wilderness. He says, "I don't see any rooftops over there." Where we're going, we don't need rooftops. Ah, he <laughs> gives you some finger guns. <laughs> All right, and Sandera, uh, uh, once once you guys are like dispersed. Like Scram, uh, like meets up with Aaron Ivy. Leon brings Bidzeal out of harm's way, and uh, everyone just kind of like unpacks. Sandera approaches Devoth and says, 
Welcome back, Captain. Looks like uh, everybody's still in one piece. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't appear that way. So, you have some visitors. I have some what now? Uh, she says, why don't you follow me? <sighs> All right. And I follow behind her. All right. Uh, she brings you uh, into one of the central buildings and uh, upstairs to where you know there are like some some bedrooms. And she knocks on the door and she says, two captains coming through and opens the door. And we'll see you next week. Oh. Oh. Huh. Surprise. Yeah. Oh my God. See ya. Who are they? Oh, see ya. I sent you an email at like 2.30. Today? Yes. Oh, I did not get an email today. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs>